Can you give at Marks with Mike's podcast a shout out? Shout out! Hey yo! What a maneuver! Bye 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 Are you kidding me? The irresistible force meeting the immovable object. Yo, you already know who it is by the sound of my voice. That's right, your boy, Mr. Six Foot Nine, JT, back in this piece once again. And of course, I am joined by the wholesale Cheech. What's going on, Papa? What's going on, guys? Be back at it again, you know, on this full gear, talking this shit. Let's go. And of course, we also are joined by the unofficial, official intern, Mr. Casanova. What's up, man? Not a whole lot, man. Just enjoying the cold weather. You know, like I said, Ohioans must at this point in time. Oh, it's beautiful. Exactly, exactly. Yo, definitely got to thank all the people for checking out last week's two episodes. The first one, yes, you can't stop the rain. Thank y'all for tuning in for that one. And thank you for tuning in to the exclusive interview with uh, El Cuevo de Puerto Rico. Uh, first interview ever in english and spanish so hopefully more to come on that make sure y'all go click on the link uh view it on youtube listen to it on the, your podcast streaming apps whatever you know you want to go ahead and do you know we're available everywhere like swimwear <coughs> so, uh, whether that be spotify apple uh whether that be of course amazon whether that be uh youtube look we everywhere man it's the name of the show marshall mike's all one word uh, but with that being said, look. <laughs> Full gear. SmackDown. Raw. NXT. Wrestling was very busy. Found out a lot of news. A lot of rumors out there. A little beef between Keith Lee, WWE. Like, it's, it's a lot of things going on. But, uh, I mean, should, should we just go ahead and kick it off? Um. Uh, Kick it off with Raw, man. I mean, Raw, Raw had it had an upside. It had an upside. Uh, Bobby Lashley returned. He's back. He's back, and he is still on his uh, "fuck them kids" uh, campaign. Yo, <laughs> I wonder whose kids are gonna be next. But man, that's thing of beauty, man. Yo, and then MVP is back too. So it looks like the Hurt Business as a unit is back in business. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, but Dunk too. Yeah, because it, it, they don't they didn't seem like they made too much of a, whatchamacallit, like acknowledgement of Benjamin and, you know, Alexander. You know, like, I don't know if they're going to put them together or not, because let's keep it a hundred. Where were they? You know what I mean? That is a good question. Yeah, so... Well, even though it looked like they've been... They are probably listening to the fans. Yeah, well, let's see what's up. Yeah, we'll see what's up. Uh, so, Dominic, out. He's out of the... Uh, he's out of the Survivor Series team. And now, Bobby Lashley is in. And so, this is the new quote-unquote graphic... Uh, for SummerSlam. I'm sorry, Survivor Series. Two S's. Don't judge me. 
So that's what we got. You know, Lashley is in, Mysterio's in, Kevin Owens is in, and of course you got uh, Finn and uh, Seth on the Raw side. Uh, speaking of Kevin Owens, yo, my man is finally going back here. I don't like Same good here. guy. Good guy Kevin Owens don't do it for me. I need that ruthless Kevin Steen. That's who I need. I don't. I don't need a guy who's trying to be everybody's friend. You know, trying to you know worry about other people's feelings. No, man, you here for one yeah. reason. Apologizing. Yeah, apologizing for what? For what? Hell, you is Bell Bell Bill DeVoe. You over here apologizing and shit? No, man, no, no, no. I need you to wreck shop, wreck shop. I need Kevin Steen back. So I I did enjoy the quote unquote heel turn at the end of the You know, I don't know if y'all caught it. You know, it looked like he bumped into Big E trying to get back into the ring and he got counted out. The match was match was fuego, but I hated the double counter. I absolutely hated it. I mean, not not the double count on, but the count on on Kevin Owens. I mean, for a match to go on like that, and it, it had been a while since you've seen like a good one-on-one match on Raw in the main event. You know what I'm saying? And those two really cranked up the gears on that match. No pun intended. We'll be talking about full gear later on that cowboy shit. But I will say that Yo, what's going on, JJ? How you doing? I, look, we ain't gonna be talking about Raw for too long. Trust and believe. Look, we we have we about up in that full gear. Um, but other than that, big moment for you, Mister Casanova. On Raw. I would have to say Liv Morgan. Honestly, you know she's never really gotten anything in the company, in my opinion. I mean, you know she was part of a faction for a minute. Then they all disappeared. One had a kid, the other one's in AEW, and now, you know, she finally gets her moment in the limelight. Moving on from Raw, NXT. <laughs> NXT. shaky. Just a little shaky. To me, personally. I don't know. The last couple weeks, I ain't, ain't been doing it. No, the only thing that I got excited about was War Games. I'm glad. I'm glad that, you know we got War Games coming. Looks like the word takeover is up for all NXT pay-per-views, quote-unquote. Well, they don't even have pay-per-views anymore. So, they're, they're not going to be having pay-per-views. It's just going to be NXT, whatever, I guess. So we got the War Games match coming back. You had the Braun, you know, Braun Breaker uh, inside there. You had uh, Melo making his presence known uh, as far as uh, being the, the champion on the show. You had um, that Melo and Pete Dunn match. They got to run that back at least one more time. That's just my opinion. What you think about this mellow character, uh, Casanova? I mean, I've been watching like posts online and stuff like that. And people are trying to, you know, compare them to Crime Time, which Crime Time was like a, a completely different element for, you know, what it was worth back then. Those guys had like a lot of vignettes. I mean, Mello and uh, 
trick. They don't really do like a whole lot of vignettes. I mean, the whole thing during Halloween, that was pretty funny, you know, them running through the maze and whatnot. But I mean, I think he has the potential to be, you know, a, a, like a, a champion for the company, like beyond what he is right now. Like he could probably take that from Champa if Braun Breaker doesn't. What about you, L. Cheech? About what? What do you think about Melo? Oh, um, I don't know. He's just, uh, like, carbon copy of something already seen. You know what I mean? Like, uh, nothing stick out from that, dude. Yeah. Uh, I guess he's good, you know what I mean? Obviously. But, um, uh, you know, he, I don't know. He's, he, I, I've not sold him, dude, yet, you know? He, you know, he cool, you know, I, I like that little cash phrase, you know, when I shoot, I don't miss or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah, not. So, so you're not, you, you're not sold on him yet. You need, you need a little bit more for, for him to actually, for you to actually just say, okay, I'm sold on Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his matches are dope. No, it's, he could go. He could go. Yeah. But it's it just weird, like, you know what I mean? The, I guess it's his age, but you know what I mean? Like I seen him, you know, I seen uh, that type of wrestler before, you know. Yeah, but that's wrestling anyways, you know, you gonna have some type of variation of a character mm -hmm. from the past. You know, yeah, it's that. Yeah, little spark, little, uh, you know, placements from characters in the past, uh, past and stuff like that. All right, top moment, top moment from NXT in your opinion. Just to just to get this out the way, because I know everybody waiting on full gear. What's your top uh, moment? I don't know what was a top moment. Dang. I mean, I guess, I guess that that, <laughs> that little that little interaction, you know what I mean, between uh, you know Pete Dunn and some was it it was Carmelo, right? Yeah, they had they had that fire ass match. That was about it. But other than that, what else stood out from NXT? War Games. That's it. <laughs> the War Games announcement and Melo and Pete Dunne. God damn, tough. Real. Tough. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna be a man on this one. Say, hey, Toxic Attraction came out. Yeah. Toxic. Toxic Attraction. I don't know, man. N NXT is definitely in the mud, and there's no fault of their own. You know what I mean? Because Triple H ain't there, man. Triple H ain't, you know, he don't got them reins in his hands. That's basically think, it Yeah, it seems like the, the dude, um, the dude from uh, the, the caveman. What's the dude's name? <laughs> you call that dude the caveman? Yeah, the caveman that was in the woods with uh, Kyle O'Reilly drinking bush. Oh, you talking? I can't call his name. Every that every time I look at him, I, I think of uh, the Isn't that Bolton Cannon son. Is that? I don't know. Somebody on no. some somebody somebody on. No, Bobo Cannon's son is the. He's in a tag team with uh with the guy that came from Evolve. I forgot his name too. But, um, no, this guy's son of one of the the, the Beverly brothers. Okay. I know you're talking about those to do this, you know, with Kyle O'Reilly just standing st still like Frankenstein and stuff like that. Don't really have no emotion yeah. on his face. Yeah. So yeah. So um, 
you know, he was there next to, you know, apparently he might go up and perhaps, you know, take a spot <laughs> somebody on Survivor Series. Um, yeah. But I, I don't know his name. If that happens, throw the whole pay-per-view away. Yeah, no, but that's the thing. It, it seems like they, they, they don't care. Because remember, they were supposed to be Rock 25, The Rock. And they've been kind of like promoting it, but not all like that. You feel me? And it's sure. like right now, they, it's like, are you gonna, he's gonna be there or not? So, you know what I mean? If The Rock was gonna come back, or, but it seems like he probably won't be there for this year. It might be for, you know, next, next year, WrestleMania. Next year, WrestleMania. And, I don't see him coming you know back. what I mean? Yeah, he'll come back next year. Yeah, next year, but I don't, I, I don't, I don't see him coming back for a Survivor Series appearance, honestly. Oh no, no, that I don't think that was a, like that would have been in place. You know what I mean? But like, if he was gonna come back for WrestleMania, best believe. But that's why, like, once that went out the door, they probably they don't even care because, as you can see, they rushed the car, like showing the teams before no qualifying or nothing. You know what I mean? Which it was odd. You know, it's like they just want to get over it. With, you know, like they don't give a fuck. Obviously, they damn sure don't. Uh, but I mean, let's let's just hop into it. I mean, they're they're switching out people on these cards, uh, bars for the matches. They shouldn't have even announce the people on the teams without having qualified matches, and it just makes the whole thing seem like boo boo. Like it it doesn't seem doesn't seem like it's worth anything, you know. Besides the whole. Oh, which brand's gonna, you know, come out dominant? Obviously, it's gonna be SmackDown, but, you know, nothing sticks out. Oh, like, and, and then, and then tell me this the, the, they don't make no sense, right? Like, it seems that, uh, I was gonna say Paul Pierce. What is it? Adam Pierce, right? He, like, pretty much, he's on both shows. So, how the fuck, that, you know, but it seems like he wants SmackDown to win. You know, so it's that right there don't make no fucking sense. Like, what are you? You know, you you run that's both that, shows pretty much. That's that Fox money. You know, Fox is like, yo, check this out. I know, I know you on both shows, but I got a cool extra million for you for an extra incentive just to make sure that we come out on top. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can feel that. That, that sound like you know, if you want to keep this storyline going, that sound like something that can be pulled off. Um, but Smack Smackdown wasn't that bad. Uh, that wasn't that bad of a show, actually. I I enjoyed Smackdown. Hey, out of all, um, out of, all of them. Yeah. Uh, uh, what is her name? Aliyah. Hey, you go, that guy. That's the guy. Hey, man. Yeah, that, man. That, yeah, that guy right there. The caveman from uh, the, the Geico commercial, but uh, yeah, dude. <laughs> Aaliyah, um, wow, you seen that match? She looked good, bro. That girl, man, she, I guess she up there for a, for a reason, and like she's been there for you know seven uh, years, yeah, she's been there for a while, and then they, and, yeah, and look, you know, she she showed out, you know, what I mean, that was pretty, pretty nice, you know, what I mean, like. <laughs> Which it don't make no fucking sense. You have Killer Cross come and lose his fucking debut match, and then you got Aaliyah. <laughs> but Aaliyah can win. Uh, 
Yeah, she she look good. I guess you're female. It just don't make no sense, man. You know, it's wrestling. Wrestling ain't supposed to make sense. You know, at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's supposed, it's supposed to have a little bit of logic, but it ain't supposed to make no sense, man. Ain't no way. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Roman yeah. Reigns, man. I was gonna say Roman Reigns keep you know holding it down, bro. Bad dudes, man. He he he's the shit, bro. I mean, I see. I seen like seems like that's a recurring theme every week on this show. We definitely say that you know Roman Reigns is the end all to be all, and it's true. You know, Roman Reigns does that. He, he's just that guy in wrestling. Nobody, nobody's pulling in the money that he's pulling in. No one's generating the money that he's generated. Doesn't matter what company that you're at. Nobody's generating the money that Roman Reigns is uh, generating at this moment, which makes him the top guy of all wrestling. You know, across the world, you know, no matter what you like, far as a promotion. Uh, but it seemed like on SmackDown, uh, you know, that, that match between Woods and Roman Reigns, that match looked good. Xavier Woods is the only person to have a W over Roman Reigns and Bobby Lashley in the same year. That's big. Yeah. Oh, that's big, and he's bro. When was the last time uh, Roman Reigns haven't lost ever since he came back at SummerSlam? You know what I mean? Yeah, he hasn't. And, but you know, but no, nobody's counting the disqualification as a. I mean, it counts, but it don't count. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, it's one of those. You know what I mean? Like just he his name wasn't raised, but it was kind of cool. You know what I mean? Like a lot of memes came out like how it feels when you got the crown from Burger King you little you know all that shit so that was, that was kind of like you know a little funny shit Seven Woods you know what I mean like oh shit one time the bloodline yeah acknowledge you gotta you gotta acknowledge on me man he, he, he definitely just you know running things right now yes Woods Woods did win the match by disqualification, JJ. And once they He's a heel. Yeah, of course. He he's he's supposed he's to He's a heel. He's supposed to do that. But uh yeah, Woods won by DQ, which prompted the Usos to go ahead and uh beat up his Woods. Ass. Yeah. yeah, they whooped his ass. They yeah, they got his ass whooped. And uh, Jack the Man for his crown. Jack the Force, Jack the Force crown, uh, and the rest is history. Now we got, yeah. now we got not only the Travel Chief but the King of all WWE, which is Roman Reigns. And I think it should be like that, anyways. To be honest, I was gonna say, man, once they jacked that crown, they had it their way, just like Burger King, and that was the end of it. <laughs> See what you did there, man. See what you did there. Uh, you also, you also had there uh, popping off. I mean, you had Charlotte come out there. She cut a nice promo on on Becky. I mean, Charlotte's not known for her promo skills, but she she did a good job with this one. She it was hard. I'm not. I'm not saying it's the best you ever heard. What I'm saying is, is that for Charlotte. She did good. She had crowd. She had crowd participation, other than the other than the Wu Chance, which is 
you know, that's saying a lot because that usually takes over the whole entire promo while she's every shot, every shot, you know. <laughs> but definitely, she, 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 um, using someone because I, I believe Becky was in a, in a recent interview and, uh, you know, claiming that, you know, they, they don't talk, they don't get along. So, in a way, it's like, you feel me? Uh, they, they, they trying to incorporate real life with, you know, with the show. So it's like, it has to be good. No, that's good though. I mean, I like I like the fact that, that they are incorporating, you know, real life and trying to go into the storyline. Now, whether or not if it's real beef or not, that's all to be determined. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because ain't no way we gonna know we ain't there, you know? But you have to be able to uh, try to keep that fine line between reality and fiction. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. And um, Charlotte got, I think Charlotte should get by some ass and it should be all right. Thanks for getting plenty of that. But, uh, but I think, I think, uh, honestly, uh, what they're doing with this whole thing, I mean, I'm not sure this is going to be the biggest match come Survivor Series. Make sure I get the right essence in there. Come Survivor Series, as far as, you know, the Raw Women's Champion versus the SmackDown Women's Champion. But I will say this um, the building for it has been good. I will say that. Yo, what's up, Medium Daddy Cool? All the way out in uh, Puerto Rico. What's up, Andy? He's an island boy. <laughs> yo, uh, yo, JJ was at Dynamite. I almost got to say that J- JJ was at Dynamite. Oh, uh, that was Andy, right? Huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah Andy. Yeah. JJ was at Dynamite, you know, she had a chance to see, you know, everything live, you know, unfold and things like that. Uh, Definitely, you know, keep your head up. We definitely rocking with you on that. But I didn't want to spend too much time on WWE because honestly, ain't nothing pop off with them. I mean, compared to what popped off yesterday with Full. That's like comparing apples and oranges. If you if you if you compare Raw and SmackDown, you put AW full gear just that one night full gear. It's a pay per view. Yeah, it's a pay per view. But what I'm saying is nothing compared to what they had going on that night. Period. Like nothing nothing stuck out from this week's shows that said, you know what, this is something that I'm, I'm going to be talking about at the end of the week on the recap show. You know what I'm saying? Like, right now, my whole mind is just, okay, full gear. It was kind of hard getting through that WWE portion, y'all. Let's go right into AEW. Just gonna go ahead and be real on that one. Uh, AEW full gear came out of Minneapolis, Minnesota. Which is, um, you know, the, the, you know, fact, um, that was the last, you know, where Eddie Guerrero, you know what I mean, unfortunately passed away 16 years ago. So it was kind of fitting in a way, you know, in the sense that uh, 
you know, there was wrestling that on that day, so he was acknowledged. That was pretty good. And that whole show was a tribute. I mean, everyone bust out the, the Eddie Guerrero's Chevy. Some people looked like they were having a seizure trying to do it. Chris Jericho. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, you have frog splashes from everybody. Uh, three, three amigos. The three amigos. I mean, the pay-per-view felt good. You know, you had the buy-in. Uh, when you see Nala Rose do a frog splash. You know, I mean, I thought all in all, they put on a good show, but they kicked it right off the gate. MJF, Derby Allen. Yo, talk about it. Oh my God, what a match. That was a match. You know, they definitely set the tone for the rest of the show, you know. You know, I'm not gonna lie, at first it was like, you know, the, what was the point of that match or what, you know, like the feud. But um, they actually came in and showed up. You know, like they say, uh, Sting sidekick, you know. <laughs> yeah, he, he's just not believable, man, because he's just skinny as fuck, you know what I mean? Like, he don't look like too big, but then again, you can't, you gotta give it to him. Like, dude could go, you know, he could wrestle and take major bump. So, yeah. you know, MJF, and him actually, showed, you know, has some psychology in their match, you know, the way that he was telling the, the knee and, um, uh, you know, uh, every everything for real. Oh, shout out. Shout out for my nigga from New York. He's an island boy. Weapa. Yeah, man. Um, but for real, um, MJF, he, little by little, you know what I mean? He's going to be uh, going on some, you know, gonna be going for the title you know soon especially with a uh, with a face uh, you know champion we we'll definitely get to that uh, of course if you didn't know the scar was that uh, this show was four hours right almost four hours that's the only part I had an issue with because it's the same issue that I had with WWE you know what I'm saying it's like Okay, I, I, I don't want to feel like I'm at a job trying to stay up to watch your paper. You know what I'm saying? I'm just wait for WrestleMania. It's going to be two nights again. Oh, I'm definitely cool with the two-night WrestleMania. Instead, instead of being locked in in New Orleans at the Superdome, brother, for nine hours. No. Nah. So, I'm cool with the two nights, but no. Uh, the pay-per-view just felt kind of like towards you know of course everyone was waiting for the main event the show that finished almost 12 12 ish 12 what 12 15 12 20 somewhere around there if, if you stayed you know kept watching but i think that it, it ran a little bit too long you know what i'm saying uh i at one point it felt like you know the crowd was a little bit exhausted you know because these matches take a lot out of the crowd especially if you look at aw style and the type of matches they put on it's a lot of spots involved you know what i'm saying so they're looking for that oh ah, ah, and all that and by the by the time you know by the time you, you got to certain matches it's like okay i gotta reserve 
the rest of my energy for the main event. You know, so some matches feel a little flat as far as crowd participation. Uh, but let's uh let's let, let's go let's go ahead and talk about it, man. Uh, you had you had with this MJF and Derby Allen match. I, I definitely agree with you. Derby Allen does not look like a believable guy to you know possibly be the face of the company. You know what I'm saying? He do, he doesn't like the guy who who's gonna carry your brand. But then again, it's a wrestling. Right, Ray Mysterio. Ray Mysterio didn't like the guy to be champion of a whole entire, you know, show, but he was. And then, you know, we, we could keep going on with with different wrestlers. I think, you know, Brian Danielson, so on and so on. CM Punk didn't like the guy who can, you know, if you're looking at the class mold, if what you think of as a top guy, you know, like someone that looks the part. And especially for for a casual wrestling fan, they're 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 you know definitely want to go going to see someone that looks the part. But and I mean I, I bought up I bought up CM Punk. We'll talk about that match in a minute. But next match on that card, man, Mister Castle. What's the next match? The uh, Lucha Bros. Right. <laughs> that was Lucha, the Lucha Bros. Bro. And the FDR. So that match. <laughs> I love the chemistry. Yeah. I was questioning um what the fuck they were doing when the Lucha Bros came out. <laughs> like, you know, the, they knocked out the flag and like I don't know, like I didn't get it at first, you know what I mean? But it's kinda dope that they get, you know, a little to play with their little uh presentation when they come out and their entrance, you know. Yeah, give them a little bit of free reign. I mean, hell, they do hold titles, so give them some type of free reign, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. The match overall itself, what was your thoughts on that L Cheech? It was a hell of a match, man. Um, there was a lot of false finishes, you know. Um, like you said, there was uh, a lot of tribute to, uh, you know. And that, that was pretty much the first match that they... You know, did like a tribute to Eddie, which the crowd started chanting, you know, Eddie. But when the FDR was trying to do some moves, they were booing. You know what I mean? When you have Penta um, attempt to do the Three Amigos because he fucked it up. He didn't do it right. But, you know, we're not going to focus on the negativity. No. But, um, the, you know, like, you know what to expect when those four wrestlers get in the ring, you know, and they didn't disappoint whatsoever. And we're gonna get another match and another one, you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, we're gonna see a cage match, we're gonna see, you know what I mean? Like, they, they, you know, what haven't we seen a match that they have their managers uh elevated or you know, something like that? They could do that, you know what I mean? Because each guy, you know, they got a, a Brantes, I think it is, with the Lucha Bros, the translator, pretty much, then you got uh. What's this guy's name? Oh, Blanchard, you know? So that, that should be, you know, interesting in that, that storyline, you know, to, to move forward. And the fact, remember that also, you know, this guy's got the AAA titles, dip, and most likely they're gonna wrestle, you know, to get them belts back. It might be in Mexico, but yeah, definitely, but yeah. Go ahead, Mr. Casanova. Like you want to say something, homie? 
Yeah, I mean, I liked it. I thought it was a great match. Do I think it should have went on as long as it did? Probably not. I mean, like I said, a lot of these matches went over longer than I think they should have. Personally, it could have been shortened. Um, I like the way it ended, though, like how, you know, the mask was on the one guy's head and he wasn't the legal man. So I was kind of waiting for someone to like, you know, say, you know, he wasn't the right man for the for the win and just to like kind of restart the match. But seeing as it already went on as long as it did, there was kind of, you know, it was kind of ready over time. Definitely agree with that. Uh, that goes back to, to what I was saying. But, you know, of course, end of the match results, Lucha Bros retain, you know, still AW Tag Team Champions. The AAA uh, Tag Team Championship still belong to FTR. There was no, I, 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 I don't know. Like, yes, the, the end game is going to be FTR versus the Lucha Bros at Triple A at, at Triple Mania, possibly. Or, or you know, whatever, whatever the next uh, pay per view it is. But I do, I do know that you know I can see these two continue to have matches and keep on doing what they do. I mean, because the chemistry is there. But like I said, it just seemed like the match, the match just went on way, way too long. I, I think. Like when when you look at UFC, right? People people know that these fights are not gonna last long. Like they they know the most most you may get out of a fight if it goes what if it goes what uh ten rounds or five rounds, you know, if you if you have three three five minute rounds, the most that you know is okay, this match may be fifteen minutes long. If that. If it gets them, I think when it comes to some of these wrestling matches, I don't, I don't think they should be going over like thirty minutes. You get what I'm saying? Like, unless, uh, unless you got like a hell of a storyline going on, and to me, I, I just don't feel like the FTR and Lucha Bros storyline was that strong of a storyline to put a thirty-minute match up there. You know what I'm saying? Not, not saying that the match was thirty minutes. I mean, I, I it's not like I clocked the match. But it felt like it forever for that match. That's just my opinion. Felt like they, they will take forever to, you know, to get to the, the finish. Uh, but the match was good overall. Um, next match on that card, Mr. Casanova. Was that the women's match? No. It, what, what was it? Miro and uh, the White Dragon. <laughs> no, the American Dragon. Oh, that guy. Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, come on. Okay, you're right good. Let me say it right now. Match was better than the one they had the last time in WWE. Okay, I don't even remember they, them wrestling. SmackDown. Mm. Before okay. before Miro left. Uh, Russo, I should say. The last match, but uh, this one definitely pushed the limits. Uh, these guys had a kick in exchange, and Miro was just sitting there taking these kicks three, four at a time. He's like, "All right, keep kicking me." Soon as soon as Daniel Bryan was stopped, Miro just kicked him one time, and you you can literally hear the difference between Miro's kicks. It 
and Brian Daniels a kiss. You know what I'm saying? Like he'll knock him out from one. Yeah. He'll hit him three. <laughs> like to three of that of Brian, he'll you know he hit him one and knock him down. And I thought that was dope. It was funny when he started like reaching, <laughs> like God, you know, talking to his God. Then he hooked up and shit, you know, and it, you know, like the, the you know the match was pretty cool. And um, you know, I was hoping for a swerve, but it was kind of obvious who was the winner was gonna be. But you know, it was written in the stars, my dude. Like <laughs> the moment, the moment they signed Daniel. I'm sorry, Brian Danielson. You already knew he was gonna be in the championship picture. That's just what it was, man. Like, come on, you think you, you think Tony Khan about to drop all them bands to sign this one dude and not put him in the championship picture? <laughs> nah, homie, it ain't even going down like that. But the the match itself was was definitely good. I mean, just seeing these two trade back and forth, and then. Just seeing Brian Danson and both Miro having like a little bit more free reign to wrestle match the way they want to wrestle it versus being back in the E, certain formula of the way they want their matches to go. You get what I'm saying? <clears throat> this one, you know, these these boys were able to, to throw all of their seasoners in the crock pot. Like, yeah, let me let, let me throw some uh let me throw some sazon inside there. Let me go ahead and throw some, uh, go throw some paprika, some some garlic, some diced onions. Like these boys have made a gumbo, and it came out right. It came out real right, you know. And then at the end, at, at the end of the match, you know, the the DDT into to the to the choke out, whatever the move was. But this image right here, with Miro with his eyes closed, like looking up the guy, like. I failed you again, um, but I was I wasn't expecting anything less than 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 uh, Brian Danielson walking out with the W. Yeah, but it makes you know kind of makes sense for him to beat him with a submission, you know, because you know that's what he do. You know, that's what he do. There, there was a crowd. Yeah, there was, there was a crowd. Uh, me and Daddy Cool says there was a moment where the crowd was cheering for Miro. Yeah, they were because, you know, he's he's one of those guys, even back in WWE, he never, ever got the chance to have a, a shot or even a run with the main title on the, you know, on the brand. You know what I'm saying? And to me, he's a real big missed opportunity. Like the TNT title, yeah, that was nice, but we've already seen him be a mid card champion. It's it's time for this guy to hold the main goal on the show, you know? Because if you if you keep pushing it back now, we're gonna be looking at another year before we possibly see a mirror run with the championship. I'm just gonna say that. Yeah, maybe he's, he's been AEW how many years? Two? No, not two. No one. Uh -huh. One four one, yeah, just about. Um, yeah. waiting for his wife to come out, and and if they smart, come on, we knew how Rusev they, you know, and of course they can't go, you know, exactly like that, but they got they have something, you know, there. But um, you know, now we see we know the Daniel Bryan, 
you know, he's the gonna be there, you know, there in the main event. Yeah. So Daniel Bryan is he's he has a number one contender uh, for the AEW Championship. So we'll see where that goes. Of course, it can go either way. We can have um, sorry, Hangman versus Bryan, or you know. If Heyman loses it before then, who knows? But speaking of matches, uh, moving on from that one, what was the next match on that card, Mr. Casanova? Jungle Boy and Jurassic Express, along with Christian Cage versus, I don't even know what you want to call him anymore. It's uh, the club with Adam Cole and, you know. <laughs> yeah, they, they, I, I, they, saw, like, they used to put the Super Elite, right? Or something like that. But this time around, now it's like, because they... Adam Cole needs his entrance, you know what I mean? So it's like Adam Cole and the Young Bucks. So now it was, you know, the way they presented them, I guess. But, uh, ah, ah. Yeah, that match didn't. Speak on it, Papa. Speak. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be brief, cause I, you know what I mean? I, I just actually watched it earlier. Um, you know, a lot of, you know, moves and stuff, like they, you know, the Young Bucks, you know, usual match. You know, but um, it, it was just like, why? <laughs> you know, we're like, what the fuck? What? You know what I mean? Like, what was the purpose? You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, Jungle Boy, don't get me wrong with that Luchasaurus. I'd rather wish they were healed. You know what I mean? But I know what they're doing, you know. Uh, but there was actually a show, right, back in the day. Boy and the Dinosaurs. I mean, Landed Lord. What is it? Uh, Tarzan was, yeah. <laughs> Land, of the, but, uh, Land of the Lost. Oh, Land of the Lost? Oh, that's what it was. Never seen that's that. what it was? Never seen oh, Okay, so I, I thought I was making that up. No, but, um, I, I, and then I seen Christian, you know, with his jeans, you know what I mean? Because it's a street fight, you know what I mean? Uh, it was a street fight? Or, like, no, this, everything go? Or what kind of match was it? What was the stipulation? I think yeah. I basically, they could. It was like false count anywhere type deal. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was kind of like this guy came in G, so pretty much didn't have another match in that kind of like that a Minneapolis street match or whatever. You know, so that was kind of like what the fuck. But yeah, man, they you know you got Luchasaurus doing flips, which is awesome. But what the fuck? You know what I mean? Like what? What was the purpose? You know what I mean? You get hurt. You know what I mean? The the match. You know, like the crowd, you know, they, they were they were cheering, they were into it, you know what I mean? So, it was kind of like, you know, the Bucks have to be on the card, you know, fuck your kids, nobody else, you know what I mean? Which do they have to be on the card? That's what I'm saying, like, they, they, they have to, because they're pretty much one of the, you know, the faces of that, that brand, you know what I mean? And, and they started slow, because remember, they didn't go for them belts straight away. You know what I mean? And which I think I was enhanced that little mistake. The same thing with Kenny Omega. You know what I mean? They should have been pushed, you know. Anyhow. Um, yeah, man, that that I didn't care about that match for it to be in uh you know, there. You know, they should have put it on the buy -in. Or they could have kept that for dynamite. Oh, rampage. Or rampage or something. Uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that 
the match is bad at all. What I'm saying is I just kind of feel like the match didn't need to be there. It was once again, and then look at it. It, it wasn't your first tag match on that card. Literally, if you look at that card, they had what, three or four tag matches, like including the buy-in, right? You had, uh, you had the tag team match on the buy-in. You had the uh, tag team championships being defended. Then you had uh, Jungle, the Jungle Express with Christian versus uh, the Elite. And then right after that, you have the Inner Circle going on uh, against uh, America Top Team. Like, there was like four or five tag matches, bro. Come on, now, dog. Like, this ain't, this, this, this not dynamite. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I understand what y'all was trying to do, which was make this card, you know, real big. But you didn't need all that. You really didn't. Now, was was a match? Uh, um, Bucks match and in the circle match shouldn't have been. See, we right here. I just said it, and medium daddy cool just coming. And no. It should not have been on the pay-per-view. That's just my opinion. Like I don't you know, even think the next one should have been on the card either with Neville and uh, Malachi Black and all yeah. them. And it's like, to how be many honest, times are they going to... Re- yeah, I, I, to be honest, I didn't even know that that was the match on the card. When I seen that shit, I like, oh, shit. Fuck, but that's another one. Does, does Cody have to be on the card? You know what I mean? Like, it's one of those. Cody, Cody, Cody. He Cody. needs to take his ass and stay in the office. I don't feel bad because, you know, people are like, oh, I, I feel bad for Cody. Every time he tried to get inside the ring, people started to boo. And I'm like, I don't feel bad. I don't feel bad at all because it's like, you know, it's kind of like, like I said these last couple weeks, it's not like that he's bad. It's just, his position at the moment, nobody wants to see see him on TV at this moment as the good guy. And even if you turn heel, like, that's one thing about it. When you wait too long to pull the trigger on a, a, a heel turn, uh, you know, some someone uh, grabbing the title, the meaning of it once they finally do do it it's like uh you you don't feel as hype as you would have been if it would have happened this day or you know when you wanted that and i don't know man like ain't ain't nothing against dude i just kind of feel like go away bro like go away for for a little minute i honestly don't got to see you on aw television because you have the rose to the top you also have the big, big show on TBS. It's like, I don't need to see you on AEW television, AEW pay-per-views. Go away for a while. Not not just a few weeks. Go away for like a few months. Then come back. Make these people yeah. miss you. And once once you get them over the welcome back chance, then turn in. But we don't... Come back... Come back with a turtleneck. We don't have to see that nasty ass. <laughs> I don't know. Personally, yeah. I think he could just work from home and I won't miss him at all. So, you know, I'm just saying I won't miss him at all. He could just work from home, take care of his baby, whatever. But that should have been a triple threat match. 
no Cody necessary. Just that could have been a triple threat match, and it could have been shortened a lot. And to me, maybe they, like seven seven minutes. They miss um, they miss using Andrade. You know oh, what I mean? <laughs> dude, dude, he shouldn't be talking. You know, he they shouldn't give him a mic. And if you're gonna talk, let him talk in Spanish, because like Tom speaking. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? And it's something, somebody else that could bring to be his, you know, his mouthpiece. You know, somebody like known. Of course, they had Chavo, but I guess, you know, Chavo be doing, you know, um, The Rock. You know, he the, the show. Young, what is it? Young Rock? Young yeah, Rock. I believe. Yeah, he's one of the guys that, you know, like what he used to do with, with Glow on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's like one so of like head trainers and stuff like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so I guess you know they had to record, so that's why he was out of there. You know. Okay, Actually, but now that think about go, it, Mediator Cruz says it should have been Malachi versus Bruh. Listen, say this one more time for you. We love you, Andy, but there's only one person that we acknowledge as Pop, and that's two Pop Shakur. Okay. X-Pop gets a pass because they haven't been doing an attitude area. But this, yeah, this man is Neville. Uh, and I, yes, I, I agree. It, it should have been Malachi versus Neville. That should have been the match. Yeah, that's another guy. You know, um, Neville, you know, I, I said he is a bastard. Like, he looked like he's like, you know, like he hates himself. You know what I mean? So it's like, he takes that anger on others. You know what I mean? So he's believable, you know, and he still haven't found like the niche like to be you know in, in, in like a uh, you know main event uh, you know style that you know what I mean like matches and shit like that you know how you know how cool he is uh, it seems like they're having a hard time finding a storyline for him it just I don't know for some reason it just seems like wherever they put him he just doesn't fit in properly that ain't even yeah. that what did I say a few weeks ago? They signing too many people to even keep up with their own damn product. Okay? They, they signing too many people and putting them right out on TV. You know? And, and when, yeah, you, when you do that... I don't that, have nothing to do with it and nothing. You know what I mean? That they get signed. No, it's just the fact, like they say, just what they, they the way they book them. You know what I mean? Because they got all the talent. You know what I mean? And they're just not... You know what I mean? Incorporating like stuff that uh, that that particular you know um, wrestler could bring it to the table. You know what I'm saying? Like they trying to like change it because you got the death triangle, but then you see you know what I mean? Like they're, they're together, together. You know what I mean? Exactly the booking, the booking. You know what I mean? You have Phoenix, whatever. When he got hurt, or one of them with the they have problem. I think one of them got hurt. So it was like them uh, popping. I mean, never with somebody else running. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way they, they're booking. You know what I mean? Like, and, and the matches that they put in them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I mean, that's booking, what they got. Booking is one key thing. But yeah, like, like, I said, like I said, any anytime they do one of these big signings, they throw them right into a storyline right away and it's like it's hard it's hard for you even to keep up 
with everything else that's going on because any anytime you, you have to interject someone new into the picture, someone's TV time is getting taken away. Someone's storyline is not getting as much attention to it. The push is not going to be as hard as it is because they're trying to make room for whoever is new, whoever's the flavor of the month, whoever's that, whoever's going to be that new guy. For example, Andrade, if I'm not mistaken, you know, and we can't, we, we can't, we can't compare star levels, you know, because CM Punk is obviously a bigger star than Andrade, but at the same time, you didn't even give time Andrade, give time to Andrade to be Andrade to even give him the proper time to develop. You know, like TV time, things like that. Like he he's not even like he's he's barely had spotlight on him to have a strong storyline. He really hasn't. Like he's he's in the mix with FTR, which makes zero sense to me for him to be in the mix with FTR. He's in the mix yeah. with the he's in the mix with Malachi Black, which makes zero sense in AEW far as that goes to be in the mix with Malachi Black you know we know we, we know about you know Malachi Black and Andrade and WWE but far as in AEW well, uh, but the one on AEW I, I I get it due to the fact that the way they put him like he's uh you know what I mean he got money so he's paying him you know what I mean so he's doing the work for him and the same thing with FTR you know what I mean he's paying him all so that's why yeah, I, could, I could see but still it don't it don't click for me in the in a way because there's so many other people that he could probably be aligning himself with that will make more sense. You know what I mean? Like right now, the right now the possibility. You know, we got Ring of Honor. They got let it go. You got Roosh. You know what I mean? And that's another thing. You're gonna have to sign a lot more people, whatever. But if they could bring the Igovenables, you know what I mean? To AEW, you know, something like stable, and then perhaps bring Naito from New Japan and have them all there, you know what I mean? Like, who gonna speak for them, bro? For who? Who gonna speak oh. for the fact? Oh, no, Hire Cheech, I mean, Hire Cheech man, he did a great job on that interview. Come on, oh, put Cheech up in there. Yeah, you know, no, but you know what I mean? Like, right, right there, and like. You know, um, what's my call? I was gonna you know, what I mean, like perhaps, like, they have uh, the guy that's with uh, Penta and Phoenix, you know what I mean? Like, just have him be there, you know what I mean? Because I can't think of nobody right now, to be honest, you know what I mean? Uh, that's a big and, thing. Yeah, that's the little did, you know, man. Yeah. I already did. Tell Tony kind of break you off some money, man. Come on, that's the disconnect. That might be the disconnection, but oh, you know, overall, that match. Should have been uh, on the buy-in for real. Uh, in other words, look, uh, Cody Rhodes. Ain't nobody coming to see you, Otis. <laughs> nobody wanted to see you uh, at full gear at all. Uh, nah. Next match. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay. Now I'm going to say it. Now it's the women's match. Now... That that right there, I'll give it like a solid seven. I think I think seven is is fair. Uh, Ty, uh, Tay Tay Conti, yeah. finally 
finally, finally getting that time. You know what I mean? So she looked good. Um, Britt looked good as well. You could tell that Britt has definitely been working on Britt Baker. As far as someone who's, you know, transitioning from independence to, you know, quote unquote, television wrestling TV. So I think I think they definitely put on one hell of a showcase. Uh, I think far as Britt Baker goes, this only adds on to her as far as being a legitimate threat and a legitimate champion with that AEW championship. Uh, but I will say this. I do think that um, one thing I would take away from this is that there needs to be a little bit more focus uh, when it does come down to the, the opponents that are challenging for these titles. Because don't get me wrong, I knew the match was happening, but it's not like we get a lot of backstage or a lot of interaction when it does come down to like the women on AEW, especially for championship matches. Like you'll 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 get like a video uh, a day a day or so or a week or so before the actual uh, pay per view itself. But far as keeping that storyline, you know, pumped out there, social media wise and through, throughout, you know, just programming. You know, you it's kind of hard to see, and that's that's your women's championship. Like I knew the match was happening, but it was like I didn't feel as excited for it as I did for all the other matches because you made sure that you put all this hype into these other matches. You put more hype into these other matches than you did. That's just my opinion. Yeah. JJ JJ says her reign is going to end soon. So let me ask you, let me ask you JJ. Who's going to end Britt Baker's run? That's the question. <laughs> Yo, shout out to Kofi Wheatston, the, 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 the Dirty Hills. Make sure y'all checking out my homies over there. You know, log in, tune in, lock in. You know what we do. Uh, but... That's that's a real question, JJ. Who do you think is gonna be the one to take off, take off the uh, the title? She says depends on who they push. Well, that that's the thing I was just talking about. Uh, they'll push, but they don't push as hard as they do for all the other championships when it comes down to, to the women's title. So, would it be Thunder Rosa, right? Like that makes sense. They do have a banger of a match. That pretty much made Britt Baker in the eyes of AW, you know me, fans. That match that they had, you know. Okay, she says other than Thunder Rosa, it could be Ruby. You know what? I ain't mad at that, JJ. I ain't mad. That that's a big possibility. Oh, is but hold on, is she being a homer? What's that? Is she being a homer? Oh well, you know she could be. These these people are you know especially with Ruby being you know from Minneapolis and stuff like that so she could do that. All right, who's the other girl in this 
trio, she should turn on her. Oh, you, you talking about, uh, gosh, I can't remember her first name. Hater? Yeah. Haler's Hater. Uh, Jamie Hater. Jamie, Jamie Hater? Haler? Uh, yeah. That's, that's yeah, she a hater. But yeah, I'm going to say, I, I, I gave that match, I got five on it. That's, that's all I had for it. It just looked like it was going to be a squash match from the beginning, like, Tate had no chance whatsoever, so nah. I wasn't yeah. happy with that one. Yeah. Oh yeah. By the way, and by the way, thank you, Spectrum Internet. Oh no, that's okay. I deal with the same problems. At least it's not Cox. Yeah. You know, yeah. I had I had Cox for a while, and I oh, we it we know. Ah, <laughs> uh, did not. Yeah, moving along. Moving along to that next match. It's uh, next Eddie match Kingston and CM Punk. Yo, the that trick magnet. Hey, that's slap. Remember that Abo jacket, Abo jacket dude from the the bus that slapped the shit out of that girl. You remember that from a few years ago? You talking about? No, the only the, the only thing I remember dealing with a bus was the bus driver. That uh, yeah, he that threw that like, like Street Fighter yeah. uppercut. Yeah, that was after. That was after. This one was before. The dude had an eight ball jacket. You know, remember the eight ball jacket from back in the day? Remember the yeah. eight ball jacket. I just don't yeah. yeah, but anyhow, um, Eddie Kingston, bro, even before that match started. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, the crowd was loving it. You know what I mean? Trying to think his name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, that killer instinct in his eye. Oh man, that that, that, that was beautiful. If when CM Punk came in, if they would have, he would have started with this type of a uh, storyline. You know what I mean? It, it would have been a lot different. Cause to me, it, he CM Punk to come back, it kind of fizzled down. You know what I mean? Cause he should be. He came in on some hey bye nah man. You know, to be an asshole. You know what I mean? Like, like, like hostile. Like people looking. You know, they don't want you in the locker room. Type of thing. You know? Nah, nobody did. And but I, I, I will, t- I will say this: the match itself didn't live up to expectations. Whoa! What was the expectation? Hello, now. She says the hype did not live up in the ring to me. What was the hype? You mean CM Punk hype or the match hype? Because I didn't know, I didn't think the match had any hype. I mean, it does have hype. If you look at the storyline AEW tried to paint, these guys met 15, 16 years ago. Eddie Kingston, Eddie Kingston, they had like the Players Tribune. He had like a, and and it was dope. And, And like people were, you know, you could connect to that stuff. And, um, that even make him it's crazy because he's a heel but fans you know what i mean like like him you know what i mean and especially in that match when he not seeing punk at the beginning man he was some some like everybody was loving that shit you know and <laughs> i was love when that night Charlie murphy shit <laughs> it's like i can't down i came down on this shit like this <laughs> No, no, but yo, yo, he he slapped the he, he he did slap the taste out of his mouth, and you know, late, later on in that match, he looked real good. He he did he did uh you know collect collect on receipt 
on Eddie Kingston uh, if you look at that match. But uh, I will I will say this, man. Um, these guys definitely kept the crowd entertained. Uh, were they out of breath? Absolutely. Uh, JJ says two older men couldn't catch their breath during the match. <laughs> no, th those those guys were definitely winded, but they kept going. They they kept going, and you you could tell. I mean, CM Pop, uh, CM Pop, goddamn it, CM Punk coming out there with the with, with the fighter shorts on, you know, and the commentary is like, oh, he, he's digging into that MMA, and I'm like, digging into what MMA? <laughs> don't, don't talk about that shit uh, at all. Uh, don't don't even put the word MMA and CM Punk together in a sentence, as if if that means danger zone. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Ain't no danger, but uh, I like I, I, I like Punk coming out there. You know, different look. He's went from the long pants to the short pants to the to the trunks to the fighter shorts. Uh, did it change the outcome of who CM Punk? As far as what he's been doing to keep my attention, though, uh, has he fizzled out? Yes. Um, is the crowd starting to notice that? Yes. I mean, because he's basically becoming a single. You know. They're, they're gonna sing along to your music. They're gonna do the CM Punk chants, and then you gotta fill in the rest. Now, I will say the John Cena, you know, spot, you know, where where, where he sat there and did the whole John Cena thing, you know, with the shoulder tackles, and then you know the you can't see me, and all that. Like the the crowd popped for that. That that was dope, you know. But was it like, oh my gosh, I can't, I can't believe it. Wow, look at this move. No. It was it was more so you know okay yeah that that was kind of dope kind of like pointing pointing out or you know making fun of or giving like a shout out other than that nah it wasn't wasn't that but I will say that do I think CM Punk should have won this match no the person that really needs that that W is Eddie Kingston. Now, why he need, why he need this one? I mean, I mean, CM Punk called, called him a bum, yeah, all that stuff. But I'm saying Eddie Kingston needs it more so to push his star to another level. Don't get me wrong, he's a star, hands down, it's especially since he signed with AEW. You know, for, for the people who've been rocking with Eddie Kingston before he got signed to AEW and before he was signed to Impact Wrestling for that short bit of time. If you've been I know, I forgot, I forgot about that. Like, the other day I remember, I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, you know, for, for the people that's been rocking with Eddie Kingston, you know, for a minute, even before all that, you already knew what the man was capable of and what his potential was. But what he needs is a solid W over someone that has a made name, a household name. And CM Punk is a household name. CM Punk don't need a W. That 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 crowd is gonna that crowd is gonna be behind CM Punk regardless because they still are you know they're they're still moist because CM Punk is back after seven years. And, and that's why like like I said like that that match should have happened like that should have been CM Punk first. You know what I mean? Uh, person he he faced because right there it makes sense for CM Punk to come back for match and win. You know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, his first match. And, you know, CM Punk wins or whatever. But now, 
you know, the, the way that you see how people are, you know, getting Eddie Kingston, you know what I mean? Like, they, they filling them, you know what I mean? And then you do that, you know? So. But the thing is, they, they've been filling Eddie Kingston for a minute. Over a year, they, they've been filling yeah. Eddie Kingston. But where is his big W at? Mm. Where's the big W at? That, that's my whole thing because he had... He had yeah, Mick Carter. I guess he just, you know, and Mick Carter. No, damn all, damn all that Mick Carter stuff. We 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 talking about building new stars, right? CM Punk is already established. He's a he's a star outside of AEW, and was a star outside of AEW. If you want to build a new star, I say look no further than Eddie Kingston as a mainstream star to build. He's believable as a character. He's captivating on the mic. The people are behind him. Yeah, maybe they yeah. leaving that. They maybe they leaving that to MJF when MJF faces CM Punk. I got an idea. How about put him up against Jay Lethal since he's part of the company now? That would be something I would want uh, to see. Who? Eddie Kingston and Jay Lethal. I mean, yeah, they got that whole thing with him and Sammy Guevara now. But I mean, I'm skipping a little ahead. But you know. If anybody can make somebody a star, it's Jay Lethal. I mean, Jay Lethal's got enough credibility to do something like uh, that. But I understand that Jay, Jay Lethal mm -hmm. has credibility, but Jay Lethal is not a name like a CM Punk, like a like a Moxley, a Dean Ambrose. Yeah, but that's the thing. Eddie Kingston's not in that space to be a CM Punk. You know what I mean? He hasn't been booked like that. That's what I'm saying. Having a W over one of those guys will put him in that space. Exactly, but it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen, but it needs to happen because Eddie Kingston, honestly, you're wasting uh, uh, It's not going to happen. The only way it's going to happen is if AEW has like a show for every day of the week when they actually can use it. No, it's going to happen once somebody gets hurt and the next one's, you know, lined up. Because remember, they got to do a long term. You know, like this is what's gonna happen, and like you said, they keep signing people, and they they destruct whatever storyline they got by incorporating them into different storylines or whatever. But What's you that? know, yeah, we'll see. But yeah, def definitely the the match. You know, perhaps yeah, like to some people didn't live up to the, you know, the expectation. You know, but um, I, I hope that now moving forward, CM Punk, <laughs> he bleed, he bleed. You know, he mask. Yeah, he moved forward to another, you know, another more uh, fucking um, man, you know, matches against op different opponents that you know what I mean that will make make sense, you know what I mean. In in the, the statue of Steam Booker, like I say, he, he been fizzled down. And if you ask me, the perfect person for him to face well, should be Jay Lethal, and they could fight over AJ who hit it first. Oh, <laughs> <Yo. laughs> oh, now, nah, come on, man. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, didn't Ray? Didn't they could play that Ray J song, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I no, that that right there could could be something dope. But you know, like I said, CM Punk came out with the L. Uh, Eddie Eddie Kingston won regardless because because he, he won the crowd over. See, Eddie Kingston came out winning, even though he lost. If Tony's yeah, if Tony was smart, he should push him or have more. Thank you, 
Uh, let's see. Next comment. AEW got some great promo guys like Punk, AD, MJF, and Ricky Starks. Next comment. Let's see. Yeah, where's Ricky Stark? <laughs> I mean, th- does this title even count? <sighs> exactly. Uh, let's see. I'm not looking at it from a fan point of view. I love it, Akisa, but that wasn't his best. Ooh. Okay. Okay. I hear you, JJ. I hear you. Uh, Next match on that card, man. Yeah, that would be Inner Circle versus American Top Team. Uh, that did not need to happen. Hate it. Y'all could speak on that. I'm going to be real. Um, match did not need to happen. I'm happy that people are getting a chance to be on the pay-per-view. But once again, that, that's one of those matches y'all could have saved for Dynamite. Y'all could have saved that for a rampage. It didn't need. It, it didn't need to be on the main card because I, I kind of feel like at this point, and th- this is the point where everyone was getting kind of droggy, right? Because it's like, damn, this pay per view ain't over yet. It's, it's eleven o'clock. Y'all came on literally at seven for the buy-in. Like, what's going on? Like, whew, this this little minute now. So uh, at this point, while watching this match now. There were great spots in this match. It was a spot fest. You know, you had, you had uh, Santana and Ortiz holding it down inside the match. You had uh, Scorpio Sky finally back on AEW pay-per-view. Ethan Page finally back on AEW pay-per-view. Do uh, that's in my mind. Yeah, I still sick and tired of that song. Do that's that, in my mind. That, uh, Chris Jericho... You know, the inner circle, uh, Jack, Jack Hager, uh, IK Swagger. Um, let's keep it a buck, man. Um, the only thing that was memorable for that match for me was honestly uh, Santana and Ortiz, uh, basically running rush shop. And then, of course, the spot with Sammy Guevara doing the whole uh, Jeff Hardy swanton bomb spot from the ladder. If you look at it, if you put this up, uh, you compared them uh, from when, uh, what was it, Jeff Hardy was doing the Swanton. I think it was on, if I'm not mistaken, I think it was on Bubble Ray. Look, it was on it was on one of the deadliest. It's either one or the other. But, you know, I think it was WrestleMania, and he hopped off. Uh, but I'm about to show you the clip, like this, this little clip here. Now, if Jeff Hardy was watching from home, which I'm pretty sure he was, he was probably looking at the pay-per-view and looking at Jimmy Guevara, probably saying, He copied my whole fucking flow! Word for word, bar for bar! And that that was literally, that was literally a Jeff Hardy spot, but, uh, you know, Jericho hitting the fall splash to, to capitalize for the dub, I mean... You know, I wasn't what? mad at it. How, 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 did, how did I look? <laughs> uh, Jericho's frog splash, honestly, though. Hated it. Um, only because I, I don't need Jericho doing frog splashes. And, you know, I think, I, I think, I think, uh, 
at that point, someone like a you know Semi Guevara, Ortiz. You know, that would have made sense. That would have made sense. But don't get me wrong. I mean, according to Jericho, he had he had a good uh, uh, you know relationship with Eddie. So yeah, he I, did. And, you know, and, that, and that's I, well known. But you know what I mean? Like we didn't see nobody you know put anything online because you know he probably would go after them. You know, you know, oh, you misspelled his name. No, but um. Yeah, Jer- Jericho, uh, I love him, you know what I mean? But it's just this inner circle thing. It's just kind of, you know, ran its course, if you ask me. I mean, for me, I think, you know, Pride and Powerful, Santana and Ortiz were doing a lot better things when they were with, you know, LAX and Impact, per se. But now it's like they seem like they're falling in the back. Yeah, in the background, yeah. Through- yeah, as opposed to rising to the top as being one of the best tag teams in the league. I mean, it's just... I mean, don't get me wrong. They look great coming out doing the whole uh, Dead Presidents thing. But, I mean, just being Jericho's lackeys is not kind of why I want to see him at. Exactly. And that that's my main thing. And we said this a few episodes ago. I mean, you got people like Ortiz and Santana. People like LAX. You know, got these people stuck in factions. At the time, you know, uh, not not LA. Uh, you got people like the Lucha Bros, and uh, you know Santana Ortiz that basically got stuck in factions with other people, and you know, not really getting a shine. Now, yeah, Lucha Bros are the tag team champions. I'm, you know, I'm happy about that. But other other than that, you know, it's kind of like to me. Um, it's a waste because AEW's been around three years now, going on, going on their third, basically. And Santana and Ortiz are still in that same position as being someone else's, you know, heavy. And I kind of feel like that was a waste for them because these guys were tag team champions at Impact, you know, running things with uh, Conan with the whole L- L- LAX thing. Uh, LAX uh, faction, and then you had, of course, Lucha Bros. Uh, what was it? Penta was Impact Heavyweight Champion. <laughs> you know, and it's, it's like, and you go three years. Like, if you if you would have told me that the Lucha Bros. or or Santana and Ortiz were not running the tag team division or not being on top, then I would say that you would be lying. But the evidence is here. Like, they really not doing anything with these boys other than keeping them in the side of the state. I think it's been time for these guys to break away. Yeah. And to me, it, it, it makes sense because, well, eventually, because, you know, they've been there for quite some time, you know, and, you know, they're not going to go anywhere, you know, and be able to do what they do. So, at least they have something else to, you know, to look forward to, you know what I mean? Like, storyline-wise and put the belt. Because let's keep it 100, AEW, they they really focus on tag team, you know? Uh, we well know that, you know what I mean? So, I think they're going to be good, you know what I mean? And perhaps it's a blessing in disguise for them to not hold the belts yet, you know what I mean? Overall, Mr. Casanova, what did you think about the Inner Circle match with America Top Team? Didn't even need to be on the card. <laughs> I mean, there was no point. I mean, I don't want to see Dan Lambert running around the ring like, you know, 
doing his little sneaking around and stuff. I mean, it was just pointless. I was waiting for Jericho to like bust out it out and start beating him with it or something like that because that's what it looked like. It looked like you chasing a kid. You had Ethan Page out there with the hockey stick. Uh, I can confirm that he did train with uh, Casey Jones of uh, Ninja Turtles fame to learn how to work that hockey stick. Uh, but but uh, other other than that, man, like the match, match itself, like I said, it was entertaining. But man, the crowd seemed like they were a little bit gassed at some point. And like like even JJ, they just said she had to rewatch the match this morning. She fell asleep. Uh, and it's like, yeah, if you if you run into pay per view this long and you're expecting the main event to hurry up and be at this point, yeah, I, I'll be sleepy too. Uh, but match itself was okay. It was all right. Um, it should have been on Dynamite. That's all I can say. It should have been on Dynamite or Rampage. Yeah. Um, it was one of them things, you know, where they had, not celebrities, but, you know, from other sport, you know, like we know, them, some, you know, Arlaski was a champion, you know what I mean? It was, you know, just, I guess, like like everything, you have a little bit of this, and you got a little bit of that, you know, but uh, I don't know, like, you know, like you said, it's some, the decision on matchmaking, you know what I'm saying? So, or who's going to be in the card or not. I was happy for Ethan Page, that's for sure. You yeah, know what definitely, I mean? definitely happy for him, but what was the reason for this For this reason? What was the reason for this match being on the card? Yeah. Like I say, just something different, like, you know what I mean? For, from other things that are happening, you know what I'm saying? That was a little hoopla or whatever, but it was a, you know, clusterfuck, and that's what AEW do. Reason. What, what was reason. the reason? I had a reason. What the reason? I just explained the reason. What the reason? I don't. Hello, Cardi B. Uh, so with that being said, on to the main event. Oh, yo, yo, favorite guy. Yo, favorite. Fuck guy. that guy. He finally lost it. Yes. So yeah, we had we had the main event, man. You had Omega and Hangman Page, man, going down. Poor oh, man. I'm not gonna oh, lie. For a minute, when I was looking at the poster, and I was like, "Yo, who, who the fuck put Mike Tyson's tattoo on these guys' faces?" But then I realized it. I realized it was uh, the full Gary logo, or whatever. But um, main event, three years in the making, it lived up to that. It Best lived match up in, that, in my opinion. I mean, best best match of the night. I'm not gonna say best ever AEW championship match and be like the people online every time AEW has pay per view. Nah. Like, oh, best best pay per view of the year. Like, come on, dude, stop, stop, <laughs> stop it. I know mm. you can. Uh, nah, but I will say this. Um, I will say this. The, the bill for it and the anticipation for it and what the people wanted to happen finally met at the same level. Because usually, usually with a company, no matter if it's AEW or WWE, whatever, they're going to give you what you want, but they're not going to give you everything that you want because they want you to get keep coming back, right? So they're going to spoon feed you a little bit, right? So... This time, AEW basically said, look, here is the buffet. 
Here's everything on the buffet. I'm going to throw this on the plate. Here you go. That's your meal. Everything that you wanted from that match happened. Uh, Hank, Hank Man looked like an absolute beast. Um, Kenny Omega sold the hell out of this match. And I heard that Kenny Omega was hurt going into the match. He has, he's been having problems with his shoulders, his shoulders, having feeling inside his shoulders and stuff like that. So, you know, he, he went into that match hurt and he still came out and actually made this thing look like a star-setting match. You had match, uh, you had uh, moments on the apron that were wild and crazy. Uh, you had the, the countless reversals uh, in this match. And he, even at one point, like this move right here off the top rope, I literally thought that the match was going to be it. Two. Oh. oh, that's so close. The Avalanche Blockbuster. <laughs> I mean, it looked it, it looked really good. I mean, like there there were a lot of false finishes inside there. There there were there there were a lot of false finishes, but that's AEW for you. They AEW gonna give you about forty false finishes in one match, uh, and it's, it's it's all about the anticipation of the match. Uh, Hangman look like absolute stud. Um, cowboy shit. Strictly cowboy shit. Matter of fact, I think I, I think I'm gonna go to the store tomorrow and get me a cowboy ten gallon hat, just cause and come AEW Dynamite, you may see me. Uh, doing a watch along inside the hat the whole the whole entire nine yards but no down down from the entrance down from the man coming down to the ring he, he had to deal with Don Callis on the outside and at one point you know during the match when the Bucks came down you know I was you know literally like come on now don't don't do this like this is not the way you want this to go down especially for Someone that's been inside the storyline for three years, you don't want him to finally get that championship match and then have him take a L. Because a lot of people thought going into the gate that Omega was, was going to come out and retain it. But AEW was smart about it because on Wednesday, they're in Virginia. Who's from Virginia? Hey, man, Adam Page. But so, don't forget beforehand, though, he uh, basically confronted the Bucks backstage. And you know he was trying to make amends for like all the the craziness that was going on between them, you know, prior. And he said, but you know, basically, if you come down and do anything in my match, I'm gonna fuck you up. So he basically let him know that if anything happened with them interfering, that that was gonna be the end of it. JJ said, other than Kenny Omega losing the match, was there anything else good about the show? <laughs> I mean, there was other good matches. Like I said, American Top Team and that did not need to happen. I mean, Cody being there did not need to happen. And the matches were just excessively too long, in my opinion. I mean, if you're going to make a match really long, it needs to be the main event, but only if there's a lot of buildup, which there was. So that's the reason why I think that that was, a, that was my favorite match of the night, not just because Kenny Omega finally lost the motherfucking belt. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with it. I mean... 
you know, when when the Bucks first came down, I ain't gonna lie, like I thought I thought it was gonna be a swerve and everything like that. But they they gave my man the head and I like, yeah, go ahead, you know, put him down, whatever. So after almost a whole year of Omega holding the championship, uh, we end out with a brand new champion, brand new AEW champion, uh, for the first time holding the AEW gold. Hangman Page. I mean, you had the Dark Order come down. You finally got that embracement and stuff like that. I'm not gonna lie, I thought that I thought that uh, maybe they were gonna do like another big reveal. Maybe, maybe uh, Wyndham would have showed up that night. Uh, but no, it didn't happen. <coughs> it didn't. So I mean, I got two more. Next question. The question is, who is going to be hanging? Who is Hangman going to face next? How long are they going to wait to put that belt on Brian? And he says, I think somebody should take it from Hangman. Then the guy should drop the belt to Brian. Yeah, most that's most likely what's going to happen. You know, but like I said, like unless they going with Paige and Brian going to you know go for the belt and lose it. You know, I mean, not win that match. You know, they could go that way, too, and that, like you say, beating somebody with name, that will got to pull Ant-Man Page as a believable main event, you know? So, perhaps, but yeah, I, I agree with Medium, Medium Daddy Cool Face over there. He, um, he, that, that definitely look, you know what I mean, like, the, the route that they going, you know? Okay. JJ says, so on B BTE, uh, the Bucks thought it was the Bucks thought it was Hangman that texted them to fuck off when it was Matt Hardy. Are they going to find out it was him now? That's a good question. It's a real good question. Um, that storyline right there. Cause you, you see AEW don't do a lot of like backstage things that are going on. You know, they always like match after match. But then you got BTE that, which, you know, they storylines somewhat connect, you know. And I think that, you know, that's kind of dope, you know. Well, no. got to stay though, man. Shout out to the ref for taking that heavy ass clothesline, man. Just got clipped. Yo, knocked the dust off that. Hey, he knocked the stripes off the ref. He knocked the stripes off the ref. What, ref. what ref was that? The, the one that, uh, Referee the Invisible Man match? Nah, not that ref. <laughs> no, I, I I can't I can't I can't remember the name of this guy. But is this the short guy? Yeah, maybe the short guy. Yeah, the short one. Yeah, that that was the guy that the referee uh, the Invisible Man match. It was funny because he just reacting. There's nobody in the ring. He's just counting and. <laughs> <laughs> That's it was it was it was stupid, but it was actually hilarious, you know, because he actually had to put some glasses on in order to be able to see them. Nobody else can see them, but he when he put his glasses on, you know, he was able to see him. That was kind the of only thing I would have done fun. differently about the ending, though, like where after he won the belt, if it was me, I would have not had the Dark Order come down personally. I'd, yeah, I just, it's not that I just don't like him. But if you looked at the brothers, the Jackson brothers, like when he was going for it, they basically gave him the nod. So it would have been cool if they would have came in the ring and lifted him up, even though they're part of Kenny Omega's crew. 
and like basically like you know kind of like you know after that little uh thing that happened backstage prior like where they basically said you know he said he was sorry to them and this and that like it would have been cool if they would have came in the ring with them instead of the dark order i mean i just i don't know the dark order just doesn't do it for me personally it's obvious well we what they did it you know they still you know holding um uh Bodie lee in, in a high regards then i guess as long as you know the Dark Order is going to be there just because of him. If they release yeah, every single member of the Darker, I would not be sad about it. Just saying. What, what, I'm, what I'm saying is, it's like, that had nothing to me to do with the moment. It took it took away from the moment. I, I understand these, that they want to keep the tearjerkers you know, and you know, keep keep everything live in the memory. I understand that, bro. One thousand, but this was not the place for it. Okay, it wasn't like it. It, it wasn't like Hangman won that championship for Brody. Oh, that you got to tell Tony Khan about that shit. You know, he's the one. But, but like real, real talk. As soon as as soon as I seen them come out, yo, and they 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 were walking down the ramp automatically like i'm looking at these guys and i'm like okay hopefully they stay where they're at and they stay at the rim and once they start walking down you know i was like what the fuck yo Because I didn't, I didn't need that moment. I really didn't. Like, honestly, I was waiting for that. <laughs> if, if they were looking for a moment to create and to, to host this dude on someone's shoulder, then they they should have went ahead and bought out the whole entire locker room, not just the dark order. You know what I'm saying? If, if you were looking for that Sting moment, you know when. If you go back, do you remember what was the Starcade when Sting won the title from Hogan, and the whole entire locker room came out and they they hosted Sting up on his shoulders. Like if you were looking for that type of moment, which I felt like that that's what they were looking for, then I would have bought out the locker room versus the Dark Order. Other than that, like the pay per view as a whole, uh, we we took a poll on it uh, on Twitter. And the results of the poll is actually in. And looking at the results right now, um, pulling it up. In the case of one-year-old Latrell, no, the, the results are saying that majority of people thought that the show was fire. They 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 thought that it was an A show. Um, you had about coming to second place was decent. Was, which was C, and we had a few people saying that the show was trash. So. Those are opinions. Yo, shout out to Ashley. What's up? What's up? Uh, but well, yeah, uh, go ahead. If any, if anybody did notice, like all the listeners and people doing right now, anytime that there's something going on, JT's got a new catchphrase now. It's called "Save It for Dynamite." Got to put it on a shirt, man. It's just got to happen. Yeah, save it, save that for dynamite. Save it for dynamite. Uh, but that's, you guys are that's, wasting too much time on these pay per views, man. With these long ass matches, like it's just 
way too much. It's not the first time. It's not the first time either. Nah, it's not. But overall, you know, if if I took away the inner circle match and that uh, Jungle Express versus the Super Click, the Super Elite, uh, if you take those two matches out, then I think we we we, we would have had a decent pay per view, and then like around eleven o'clock. Oh yeah, and took out take Ty Conti and had another different opponent. Oh, don't do Ty Conti like that. <laughs> Don't do her like that, I've been, bro. I've been saying it, man. I've been Take saying out Cody. It. Take out Cody. Oh yeah, yeah. That, that, that should have been a triple threat. Yeah, definitely. But you know, I think I don't know, man. That's the thing is that time. Uh, you talking about that time? You sure it's that time? I think it's that time. What you think? We done it all. I think we. I think we done talked about everything. Yeah. It's real simple, dude. It says back it up. Sit up, dude. And yeah, uh, we only have Jay Lethal, right? So Jay Lethal's all elite. Yeah, so Jay Jay Lethal's all elite. There's a lot of mixed reactions about that. You know, some people feel that you know he shouldn't be on there, and other people Why? feel you know the the speaking out movement, hey, things like that. You know, he had allegations against him last year with ROH with you know a, a couple of female stars saying that. It, his their their progress was stopped because they wouldn't mm. sleep, sleep with Jay Lethal or Jay Lethal tried to force himself on them. Like I always say, when it comes down to allegations like this, I wasn't there. I was in the locker room. I can't really give you uh, overall opinion about that because I wasn't there. Uh, and the only thing I could do is go based off of what's being fed to me through these news sites and from people around the situation. But am I happy that he's gainfully employed? Yes, because no one needs to be without a job. Uh, and he was you know, part of the, all, the first All-In. He was a part of the first All-In. So I'm pretty but, sure that was more much of a, you know. He had some banging matches with Cody, so, you know, it, it makes sense. And he said, you know, I guess he's a good teacher, you know what I mean? So at least they'll have somebody else to lean. Yeah, but... With that being said, man, look, I think we touched on everything. We tapped on everything. And if we miss anything, we'll be back on it next week. Be on the lookout this Thursday for another brand new episode. Uh, we'll keep y'all inside the loop. Just keep your ear to the street per usual. But with that being said, you know what time it is. Listen, Ooh, it is so much going on out there. And mental health is real. So, with that being said, you know where I'm about to go with this. Too much negativity can have you unbalanced mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Listen, spread more positive vibes, okay? It takes very little to build someone up than it does to tear them down. Think about the logic inside that message, okay? It could be something easy as giving someone a compliment, telling, some, telling someone else something else good about themselves, or it is when a season you can go to whatupnewer.net slash Marshall Mites, positive vibes only. Go get our brand new merchandise, okay? You can get that in a tank top, hoodie, uh, sweater, of course. Uh, you could get it in a baby onesie. Uh, you even got to get it for you. Get it for someone else. It could be a gift as a constant encouragement to make sure that they always keep their head up and stay focused and maintain on positive vibes only. And also, yes, 
COVID-19 is still here. It has not gone anywhere and it's going to be here for a while. Okay. It's going to be here. So with that being said, the best way to combat COVID, we've been saying this for a year plus. Look, you want to make sure that you wash your hands, but most of all, wash your ass. Okay. All right. You soap. Okay. Cheech, let the people know how they got to do this. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, from face to ass, now that's the face. Not with Lysol. Oh. Yeah, so it's that easy. Wash your hands, wash your ass, use soap, okay? Face ass, not ass to face. And on that note, we out and throw some deodorant on too. Yeah, you yeah. nasty bitch. Be happy. Be happy. Be happy. Do do all that, but Till then, we out, and um, hey, peace. Well, I'm packing up my game, and I'm going to head out west, where real women come equipped with scripts and fake press. Find a nest in the hills, chill like Flint, buy an old drop top, find a spot to Lots of crotch, buy a yacht with a flag saying chilling the most. Then rock that bitch up and down the coast. Give a toast to the sun, drink with the stars. Get thrown in the mix and tossed out of bars. Sip the tea you wanna, I wanna roam. Find Motown, telling fools to come back home. Start an escort service for all the right reasons. And set up shop at the top of four seasons. Kid rockin', I'm the real McCoy. And I'm headed out west. So Train rolls in. It